This is the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast, where it's not what you do, but how you do it. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs brought to you by entrepreneurs. We have been building a multi-million dollar healthcare business for over 10 years, and we have weaved together some of the best information for the people that are doing the best work in the business. This includes Dr. Martini, who is a master in human behavior, to Vern Harnish, who has created the methodologies of scaling up that has scaled many, many of the best businesses that we all know of. We want you to not only have a business that you love, but also a life that you love. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast. Part three. (laughs) So part three of our sales series. So we promised that we were going to talk through some of the actual logistics of how to set up your sales process, because this is actually its own beast in itself to, to do it right, but also to take some things off your team's plate. And really what we mean by that is there's a lot of things that you can do uh, or leverage that can create a level of automation in not only getting someone on a call, but also figuring out if they're the right fit and then also doing follow-up and nurture for that person. So we're going to just talk about some of the experiences that we have had with different types of softwares and, and processes and also give you some great references um, for strategies that we've used. It's definitely not what you do, but, but how, how you, you do, do it. it. <laughs> uh, and, and that is very, very relevant. Well, in everything, but especially in this this process, because, you know, your salespeople are so essential. They're the first point of contact. And taking the time to get this right is really, really significant because this is where the snowball starts rolling. And this is how you really get the right people to come into your business and then potentially to retain those people, which is really going to drive your profits. And it really sets the standard of, you know, of care, of value that you're giving um, for your clients. And it's interesting because I know every industry is extremely different and we're in the era that there is a lot of, you know, e-commerce and there's a lot of online shopping that's happening. So a lot of people in the e-commerce world are really leveraging this this sales process, um, especially if they have a higher ticket item, because not everyone is necessarily buying something that is high ticket just by going to your shop online. You know, when you have products like more maybe food-based products or uh, tech-based products, it's a little bit different. But what I find is interesting is, you know, in the healthcare space particularly, which is our background, there is no such thing as having a sales team. And we kind of get stuck using what we call electronic medical records, which is really designed just to house your records. It's these softwares do not provide any level of value of giving you data analytics of your business. And it really doesn't have anything built in to nurture your clients. Which is, I mean, when you look at our past, we've all of our coaches that we've have gone through as well as have now, None of them have been in the medical industry, and it's that was one of uh, a choice that we made because that was the biggest void that we saw in our industry is that 
providing that customer service. And really, it's not that, you know, these coaches that are integrated in whether it's medical, chiropractic, dentistry, it's not that they're not giving that customer service, but they're really, they have blinders on, I guess. And it's like, you can only give advice based on the quality of knowledge and wisdom that you have. And it's like, when you look at business, the medical side of things is so one-sided, so have blinders on. And when you look at how the rest of the world really gives quality business, it's it's so much more and it's so much more relevant to creating those long-term relationships with your customers and be able to set up those systems, policies, and structures to be able to not only serve your business uh, more efficiently, but to be able to serve the customers. And I think one key thing that I want to <clears throat> focus on with what you just said was policies. So when you're creating this this sales process and you're setting up, you know, what does it look like for someone to get on a call with your team is you also have to think about what are your policies and your boundaries because you know, as we know, we're all probably guilty of it is we've booked calls or, you know, we've set up appointments that we maybe did it out of emotion. We did it, you know, when we were at a low and then when it came to actually taking action, we didn't, we didn't go forward with it or we canceled the call or we didn't get on the call or we didn't pick up the call. And, you know, when you have individuals that are, constantly booking calls and canceling them, you know, you have to be able to create some type of boundary in place to just say this person is potentially not a good fit. And, you know, if you are someone who is a no show to a call, are you going to give them the opportunity to get on another call? And there are some businesses that are insanely, insanely strict about this. I remember there was a woman who actually reached out to me to do a collaboration and Unfortunately, sometimes in the the medical business, you know, your day can be a shit show and you don't always know if you're going to end up working an hour into lunch. And uh, I wasn't able to get on the call with this individual. And I reached out. I was like, I, I apologize. I would love to reschedule. And she's like, I don't reschedule. She's like, but thanks for your time. I was like, oh, oh okay. I, but, you know, at the same time, I, I honored that. Like, good for you for standing your ground. And, you know, she's just felt that if you could not take the time or get someone to at least reach out to me to say, you know, Dr. Nicole can't get on the call, you know, this is probably not going to be a fruitful relationship. So I thought that was interesting, but obviously everyone has to do what feels good to them, but you always want to honor your time because you want to make sure that you're giving your time to the people that are really interested. Yeah. And when looking at the development of our sales process, it's evolved many times uh throughout time and the reason it has is really pain points you know it's like you go through and you set up an, a new policy a new system new structure and really when you look at it those are setting up boundaries so every time we set up a boundary we do it to increase the quality of either our life or our business so really it's just the sales process is setting up more and more boundaries so that we can better serve ourselves, we can better serve our employees, we can better serve our business, and honestly, so we can better serve our clients. Mm -hmm. And when we realize that, it's not about, you know, sometimes like, oh my God, if there's another thing I have to implement, I'm already exhausted. Mm -hmm. But it's really about, okay, how can I put this little amount of energy to make some changes to actually allow so much more freedom and so much more fruit to come into our lives? Yeah. So kind of getting into the logistics of this. So when we first got started uh, in our industry, it was actually very interesting because it was typically the individual that was running the front end of your business that was the one answering the phones for 
potential new clients. And no matter what industry you're in, I highly recommend having a dedicated individual that has the ability to give time to really connect with the individual that is interested in your services. So usually this requires uh, a booking of a call that is anywhere between a 15 minute to even, even a 30 minute slot, depending on the complexity of your business. So there are so many different softwares that can be used at this point in time. Some of them are free, some of them are paid. Um, but there's everything from Calendly, there's Google calendars, there is also going to be Acuity. That was something that we used quite often. But in sourcing a platform to book calls, you want to make sure that it has a feature for an application or a form to be filled out. And I highly recommend taking two things into consideration. So number one is having an application process to get on a call. Just the fact that someone will fill out their information and fill out, you know, a couple of questions that I'm talking like three to five questions max. Um, you know, what's going on? What's the reason for you getting on the call? Um, you know, what have you tried in the past? You do want to see if they've tried things in the past that maybe that they're skeptics because they've been burnt or they're brand new. Because if they're brand new to your world, you might be on the phone a little bit longer because you have to give them more information. Uh, and then one of the other key questions is, you know, are you in a place at this point in time that you're willing to, you know, commit to time and an investment for this product or service. And you can say this in a very gentle way and not sound like you're money hungry, but you really want to be able to give them at least a rating scale of, you know, one to 10 or one to five to say like, where are you in your life that you have the ability to potentially take action on what we might talk about? And when it comes to sales, that's really you're doing a service to that client because you're able to meet them where they're at. You're not going to push them into something like, oh crap, like this is, I yeah. can't afford this. It can't serve me. It's going to create more anxiety, more stress, you know, fill in the blank. Well, the two biggest obstacles or objections you're going to get is time and money. And money, <clears throat> as we've said before, it's very unlikely that it's truly, truly a money issue. It's usually a lack of trust um, because they don't know you or like you yet. <laughs> and value. And value, of course. But, you know, time I know has been something that we have struggled with in the past before we got our quote unquote shit together. <laughs> um, but there, you know, there's individuals that they're juggling families, jobs, et cetera, et cetera. So we do have to be conscious of where they're at in their lives. And if you do have various products or various programs or various services, is that when someone is marking off that they are in a place that time is an issue or finances are an issue, you might go into that conversation, you know, recommending a lower tiered product or a, an introductory product. Or it might just be a product to be able to be the solution for that issue. Exactly. And that's what's really cool is when you get these, you know, these surveys back or these forms back, it really allows you to see voids as well. Um, and then the more voids you see is you can create products or services around it, but you can also start to create automated emails or text messages that go out to the individual prior to even getting on the call. So now at this point in time, like in our uh, integrative medicine practice, we actually have emails that will go out that will explain insurance uh, because we are a cash-based practice. It will explain, you know, how, how we do an onboarding process, which is unconventional to just going in and booking a, an initial consultation with the doctor that we actually package your consultations with your testing 
testing and your review of your testing. So we like to kind of get all of those details out of the way so that we can really focus on, you know, what is the person struggling with and then how are we going to be able to meet their needs? And also it's it's that pre pre-information allows you to see, you know, just the quality of the call, you know, that you're mm-hmm. setting up. Is it going to be is it cold that, you know, they don't really have money to be able to spend? They're interested, but they're a new person. They don't really know anything. Mm-hmm. Is it a medium? Is it a hot call? And yeah. then depending on how big your sales team is, you want to structure the quote unquote cold call is going to be with a newbie. Hot call is going to be with your expert mm-hmm. to be able to you know close that. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that we really enjoyed was the book Presuasion. And I'm forgetting the author, but Presuasion, there's really no other books called it, so you can find it on Amazon. (laughs) Uh, But they had some really, really key things that allowed you to set up a three-part email sequence that would go out to the individual prior to getting on the strategy call. And it's been amazing because we have had some people that were very, very engaged with the persuasion process, which you can obviously then classify as a hot lead. And then we've had other individuals that like we had one individual. I remember when we first implemented it and it scared the crap out of our salesperson. And she was like, this person just canceled their call because of the persuasion emails. Maybe we shouldn't be using these. And I was like, no, this is exactly the point because the persuasion was asking them to take very, very small bits of action in these emails. And the person was terrified about taking action. So what do you think that your call was going to result in? It was going to result in a story of being a victim to the situation, but then having 1 million excuses as to why they can't take action to improve the situation. It's like, that's the entire point of persuasion. And there's a lot more details that go into that. But um, I highly recommend implementing that. The cool thing about Acuity, um, and again, there are other platforms that do this as well, but you're able to create those emails inside of there. At this point in time, we've moved to HubSpot because we've just needed more um, expansive tools uh, for our business. And we really wanted to integrate everything from you know, marketing and social media posting and emails all into one platform. Um, but if you're new into business, don't don't even go there. It's just HubSpot is a beast. <laughs> so you can definitely start with other platforms that are, you know, more user friendly. Yep. Nick's like, I don't know anything about this, so I have nothing to say. That is not my zone of, <laughs> not my zone of genius. I will shut up. I know when to speak and when not to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, kind of getting into, you know, outside of getting this process set up is Obviously, you're going to get your salesperson is going to get on the call. And there's some key things to keep in mind being on the call, but then also key things to know getting off of the call. And, you know, an amazing statistic that I came across was 60% of your sales will happen after the fourth touch point, but only 6% of salespeople will actually get to the fourth touch point. Because I think that salespeople get into the mindset of, well, they're clearly not interested, so I'm just going to back off. And it's definitely not about being aggressive, but it's really being able to consider and, and probe these questions in the call of, is this individual a very busy entrepreneur? Is this individual, you know, juggling a lot and having high demands at work as well as high demands at home? 
Because I know for me that sometimes when I don't answer things, it's not because I'm not interested. It's because I'm busy. Yeah, timing has such a, a big component, especially in the entrepreneurial wor world. But now it's like, you know, we're all crazy busy in life and our, what I want to say, our schedule of life is is different, you know. So be able to be able to have those touch points over and over and over. And, you know, you first hear that and it's like six times. That's that's insane. Four. Four times. <laughs> but it's really it's looking at we have to constantly if you look at the big companies you know they're constantly in your face because they mm -hmm. understand that well in the marketing realm it's seven touch points so it's like they pop up on your your instagram pop up on your facebook pop up on a google ad you know pop up i don't know uh, a postcard in in a coffee shop so it's like seeing something seven times before you're really acknowledging it and it's funny because i like i always keep that in mind and i notice built like billboards you know we live in jersey and if we're ever driving up to manhattan there's tons of billboards on the turnpike and there'll be things that i just never notice and then all of a sudden i'm like that damn realtor he's on like every billboard <laughs> and but it's like i've done that drive how many times before i actually notice it so it's definitely very interesting when you start getting into like marketing psychology which is a whole separate topic but um when it comes to the sales process, another thing that we really implement after the fact is if someone's like, listen, I'm, I, this is not going to work for me right now, or I'm not interested, or, you know, I'm going to look for someone who takes my insurance, or I'm going to look for someone who has a price point that makes more sense for me. Uh, you know, we still follow up six months later, three months later, or even longer, because unfortunately, most of the time they they went cheaper or they went to a facility that wasn't able to deliver on what they really needed. And very often they're in the same exact position uh, that they were with their pain points, or maybe things have gotten worse. Yeah, it's even, you know, kind of a joke, but not really. It's like, we do more integrative care, but there's a longtime client, a stubborn old man, and he was like, yeah, you know, I'm cheap. I'm going to go to another chiropractor down the street uh, for my regular care. But when I'm in pain, you know, I'll pay cash for you guys because you guys really, you know, get me out of pain. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I'm so curious who that actually was. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> That's a very interesting concept, you do, but okay. You do you, man. <laughs> But hey, you know, it, meet them, meet them where, where they're at. <laughs> um, but that just shows like value. You know, it's like, you know, he didn't value the quote unquote, the care enough to pay that price point consistently. But as soon as he's in pain, then he appreciates the value of how much time, effort, you know, we check mm -hmm. in every single joint in the body. So it's like, it's all about perception, you know, his life. And that's really what a sale is, you know, and I could have taken the time to be able to like go through and kind of play with his psychology to be able to help him see that, you know, you don't have to wait to get in the pain in that whole process, but he's an old dog and it's hard to teach old dog new tricks. <laughs> so it really wasn't worth my time to go through that whole process or really him. He was content and happy. But when we're working on sales, it's, you know, being able to get in front of them, you know, kind of jokingly, but it's like, you know, how many times did I annoy the shit out of you? And then finally, you're like, oh, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so glad that you just went there. <laughs> but that's, but a, it was accurate. But that's a sale, you know, <laughs> and I was constantly like, she's going to fall for me. I know this. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, one thing that I find, I guess I want to say this, but. 
I think everybody has a very, very different opinion on this is I think that people need to learn at their own curve. Like I'm not an aggressive, pushy salesperson. I think that, you know, I will definitely do my due diligence to educate and build that value and build that trust. That's just kind of the nature of how I interact with people. But there's a point in time that, and this is kind of just my personality, that I just am like, if you have that many excuses, that is really impressive. But, you know, I'll see you in a couple of months when you are not necessarily able to reach the goals that you're looking for. And same thing when people are actually in programs with us and we're more working on the integrative medicine side is I'm like, go eat the pizza. I don't care. Like eat the pizza. And when you feel like crap after, then you'll learn the lesson that maybe you won't want to do it next time. You know, and if you ate it and it made you emotionally feel good, then do it occasionally. It's just being able to gauge that for yourself. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, oh, don't do that. Um, I think that's the best way to to learn. So when you're in the sales process, don't get attached. Just keep in mind that, you know, you're doing the best and you're providing a great service and you know the person can benefit and you're, you'll do your due diligence to get them to take action. But there's a, a point in time that you have to say, okay, you, you need to do what's best for you, but I will be here for when you need me. And that, I mean, when you look at human behavior and making quote unquote a sale or buying something, it's really comes out of two things. People are attracted to clarity and people are attracted to certainty. And that's when you look around the world, there's not much of either of those. So if you're clear and you're certain on quote unquote, also not, not just your pitch, but just the energy, the, how you show up in the call or in front of the person, that energy is going to be so powerful on not pushing something on somebody because when we push something on somebody we push them away but when we have that clarity and that certainty it's really what it's the law of attraction it's the attraction it's pulling them into what you have and they want and when you're not like saying you need to do this it's like no it's if this is what you want and then like but i do want it mm -hmm. and then you're like well you may maybe you're not a good fit well no i'm a great fit <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time <laughs> so it's it's that's i mean i love human behavior so it's like we all want something especially when you know me growing up all my parents and older brothers had to do is like you can't do this and then i did it mm -hmm. so it's just the the psychology of us animals is kind of playing with them uh, through that jungle, but be able to really not push. Uh, it's really just about that pull and that pull comes from clarity and certainty. Well, and the clarity and certainty piece. So there are many of you that are listening that are not going to do your own sales calls and that's perfectly fine. But I do highly recommend putting some type of content out there. If it is a podcast, if it is, you know, a couple of videos or maybe like one or two webinars, so that you, you're you putting yourself out there and showcasing your clarity and confidence. And maybe that's because you are the creator or the formulator of some type of product or supplement, or it's because you are going to be the one that is doing the coaching or working with these individuals in a program uh, or whatever capacity. And this then allows for the individual to already create some type of rapport with you just through that video so that when they are getting on the call and they're not talking to you, they're talking to your salesperson, they already have that 
that trust and that they already know that you are clear and confident in what you're going to offer to them. And so many times our salesperson is like, you know, great question. You know, I can answer it, but I'm not a, an expert in it. Let me send you this podcast or let me send you this webinar. Mm -hmm. So the sales team, you're also giving them an arsenal of tools to be able to use to increase that clarity and certainty mm -hmm. for the client. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So overall, just kind of wrapping up here is when you're getting into the sales process is being able to take the time to really make sure that you have an individual that is, you know, checking all the boxes. So they are not only having a really, really clear cut schedule that is block scheduling them to have these different strategy calls, potentially having more time with individuals that are brand new to your industry, and then taking them through a very, very structured call after reviewing this form or the application that is submitted through whatever software you're using. And what I mean by this is making sure that they set the tone for the call. So great to connect with you. I just want to make sure um, that we maximize our time. We have the next 15 minutes available. And, you know, I'm going to, I want to make sure that I cover these key points that you had in your form. Is there anything else that you want to make sure we cover today? Because if you don't set that, it turns into a bit of a sob story and the individual is dumping and then the call is done and you really had no opportunity to actually speak on behalf of the solutions. So being able to have your salesperson in control during the call and making sure that they are being conscious of covering the itinerary essentially. And being able to wrap up that call with sending them valid content or sending them valid information and then following up on that. Don't assume that the individual is just going to boom, book immediately or, or sign up immediately. But it's also ease of use. How are you going to make sure that if they do want to become a client, you can make it as easy as possible? Are you going to send them a link to do a deposit? Are you going to send them a link to the product that is best for them? So all of these things to be considered, and there's a lot of intricacies that go into it, but for those of you that already have a sales process, you can maybe take this information and start fine tuning it. And for those of you that are brand new to this world is definitely checking out the Integrative Growth Institute. Uh, we definitely talk a lot about sales and the sales process in our introductory product called Growth Factory, but we dive way, way deeper into this in our year-long program. Um, after actually taking you through a diagnostic process to see where the biggest voids in your business are. We call it the triple D, <laughs> the deep dive diagnostic. <laughs> it was very funny when we created this name and then we we're like triple D. What's that guy's name? Sky Fieri. Sky Fieri. Yeah. yeah. And we're just like, oh, well, whatever. We're going to roll with it. <laughs> But we dive way deeper into these topics and we actually work with you as well as your sales team in order to map out exactly what makes sense for your business. So there's a lot of hands-on work that we're doing in the Growth Institute. It's pretty amazing. Um, you know, we toyed with having programs that were going to be, you know, modules and really hands-off and it just didn't feel good to us. And we really want it to be a partner in your business. So that's one of the reasons why we completely revamped the Growth Institute so that we're really helping you, your business, your leadership team, and being able to help you guys get the results that you're really looking for. Yeah, when it comes to sales, it's 
foundationally just back to those two relationships and having it be a win-win you know it's like you can't help somebody until you sell them something but you want it to be that fair exchange you want to be served equally as well as them and it's all about starting from the beginning to be able to have those systems and policies in place 100 percent Well, we thank you guys for being with us. This is the end of our sales series, and we are going to be kicking off some really cool things about how your team might be dysfunctioning and what are the core reasons why. So check us out next time. You've reached the end of another episode of the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast. Connect with us at integrativegrowthinstitute.com. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. If you love today's episode of Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you. Awesome.